Hello, and welcome back to Conversations. This is part of a series of community-oriented discussions on the Taproot Edmonton Presents podcast. My name is Emily Rendell-Watson, and I'm the managing editor of Taproot Edmonton. Back in April, I interviewed the new CEO of Innovate Edmonton to get a sense of what has been accomplished in her first four months. Catherine Warren has been working to establish the organization as a leading voice for the local innovation community and has lots of things in the works. I want to acknowledge that we recorded this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of the Cree, Nakoda, Blackfoot, Dene, and Salto people, and a gathering place of many generations of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people. We are so grateful to share stories from this place, and we recognize our responsibility to acknowledge and amplify voices from these lands. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Catherine Warren. I started out by asking her what she's been working on since she started in her new role in December 2020. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Great to be here today. So you've been in your new role for a couple of months now. What have you been working on? Well, it's been an absolute whirlwind. I've been incredibly welcomed by the innovation community in Edmonton. It's been really fantastic. First and foremost, uh, working on our goals. So to position Edmonton as a preeminent innovation city for tackling global problems to support and to grow Edmonton's innovation enterprises, also to bring public awareness to the benefits of Edmonton's innovation culture and skills building, and then ultimately to establish Innovate Edmonton as the leading voice for Edmonton's innovation community. And in setting anything up, we're very much in startup mode So that's involved a number of things that all enterprises do when they, when they start up. Um, I would say that the additional challenge for us is we're also expected to be innovators while we're, we're doing that. So it's sort of like building a house in an earthquake zone. In our first quarter this year, I've met with hundreds of business and community leaders and investors. I've been welcomed at a number of virtual roundtables. My intentions have been to draw people out on their innovation expertise, their needs for support, and their hope for what Innovate Edmonton can contribute. We've also done all that heavy lifting when it comes to operations, so establishing our backbone of funding, legal, banking, IT, HR, and governance planning, so all that startup jazz. And then we've also moved quickly to set up an innovation growth council, which maybe we can talk a bit more about. And that's going to be open for nominees this week. And the council will advise us on local innovation, value creation, trends and opportunities. So I know you were looking for folks to take part in an entrepreneur advisory committee a couple of weeks ago. Is that the same thing? Yes. So we've, uh, in, in doing our planning, we've named the council, the Innovation Growth Council, and our call for nominations will include some descriptions about what we're looking for. So this group of volunteer leaders, they'll come together several times a year to advise me and our board, keeping us grounded in the city's economic recovery effort across all innovation sectors. So we're seeking entrepreneurs and innovators from the tech, 
the social and the cultural sectors to offer advice on everything that we need to have an exceptional ecosystem and how we can collectively achieve success. And if I were to define the mandate in a nutshell, I would say the council will help us identify local companies and industry sectors that are doing exciting high value things that can generate revenue, investment, returns, the kind of economic activity that we're looking to grow and attract in our city. And then I would say as an added benefit, the Growth Council members can also act as another layer of innovation ambassadors for the city. In terms of that initiative and some of the other things you mentioned, really, I want to know how is what you've been doing the past three-ish months going to help entrepreneurs in Edmonton? Entrepreneurs are looking for all kinds of startup and scale-up supports. For example, access to capital, mentorships, maker spaces, convening areas and activities that they can do to build their own networks and communities um, and to have international market access. And so in terms of developing our program strategy, we've been looking at what's already in the market in Edmonton that we need to enhance and potentially bring in-house, what new programs that we need to deliver as support. And then, you know, also looking at the, what I would call like the packaging around that. So what kind of research needs to be undertaken, what kind of gaps exist in the market um, so that entrepreneurs have very grounded and practical, like a toolkit really, that they can use to leverage to grow their company and to innovate new products. And part of this will mean, you know, creating an interdisciplinary space, ideally in the downtown core, where innovators of all stripes can kind of rub shoulders, exchange ideas, look to each other for mutual support and be kind of a center of gravity for startups and investors in Edmonton. Are there any other key things that you're doing that you wanted to mention right now that you think are really going to make a difference in this space? Yeah, absolutely. We are preparing to launch an open research library for compiling research on innovation investment, talent assets, and needs for the region. We're doing that in partnership with Edmonton Global. And the idea there is we will have like a repository that everyone can tap when they want to identify and cite these current trends and data about Edmonton's unique expertise, collaborating with the University of Alberta on the go forward for Tech Edmonton, the scenarios following the decision that the university and the city made to wind down the organization. And so we're looking at what role we might play in in that work for scale-ups. We're developing an innovation mapping platform um, this will be a pilot project to actually map Edmonton's urban innovation ecosystem. So people will be able to see the specific innovations that are happening 
in the city, not to particular sectors. And then I would, I would also say that we're exploring funding and other relationships with provincial partners and the federal government in discussions with Alberta Innovates, Invest Alberta, and others to bring more capital to the city. So some of these key things that you're doing that you're hoping are going to make a difference in this um, sector in Edmonton, in terms of actually moving the needle, how will you measure that success of whether these these areas that you're focusing on have been successful? Is it in money raised or the number of entrepreneurs or companies we're seeing in Edmonton? How do you view that? Mm-hmm. It's such an important question. So Together with our board, we're going to be establishing performance measures and targets for Innovate Edmonton. They will include some of those classic metrics. Um, you know, for example, number of new companies, dollars raised, talent initiatives, but, but also we're looking at innovation placemaking and place branding how we're perceived as an innovation city by others, the supports that we get from beyond the municipality. So of course, right now we're funded by the city of Edmonton, but as we get more supports for the innovation ecosystem, I think that's another way of benchmarking our success. We will also be looking to, I would say like iconic metrics for the programs that we run in particular, as we bring in elements of Tech Edmonton, for example, or Startup Edmonton, they have those metrics well in place. Now, you already have some staff in place at Innovate Edmonton. I noticed uh, on your website, you have a couple updates. You're hiring four more positions this month, it looks like, with um, applications for those closing soon at the time that we're recording this. Do you have plans to hire more or, or what are you thinking in terms of both staff and board members? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we're going to be a small but mighty team. And so in addition to the four positions, which include a director of community and business development, a director of marketing, a brand expert, and then a government and agency liaison, we'll be adding a few more positions in the org chart soon. We want everyone to keep checking back and we encourage all applicants, everyone is welcome. And then we will also be building out our team through transitioning some other smaller programmatic teams over to Innovate Edmonton over time as appropriate and to provide what I would call like backbone infrastructure, common leadership, and and kind of an end-to-end program delivery model. Can you tell me more about that in terms of when you say transferring some in, in terms of smaller team members over to Innovate Edmonton? Does that have anything to do with, you know, we, we know the startup Edmonton is leaving Explore Edmonton. Is that something that could be consumed to fall under completely under Innovate Edmonton? And, and we may see that program and brand go away and some of that be amalgamated. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we're working with Explore Edmonton on an orderly transition for Startup Edmonton. These things take some time and we're putting some supports in place for staff and for the innovation community of founders and entrepreneurs that they support. I don't know whether that brand would go away um, under this model. I think that there is 
brand equity there. Uh, it seems like a much treasured and valued part of the ecosystem. It, it may be more of, I, I would call it a programmatic brand than a corporate brand, for example. So is the goal is for everything to fall under Innovate Edmonton once all those transitions are complete? Uh, well, I would say the goal is twofold. One is to put the picture on the puzzle box of innovation activities in the ecosystem in Edmonton and kind of bring that story to the forefront in terms of positioning Edmonton as a global innovation capital, whether or not those programs or entities are under our umbrella or supported by us is still to be determined. And then secondly, in bringing certain team members in-house from other organizations, our, you know, our goal is to make sure that they have everything they need to be gigantically successful, uh, well-connected nationally and internationally. And we also will work hand in glove with leading accelerators and others from around the world that may want to land in Edmonton or support Edmonton. What's the timeline on, on some of these changes happening? A lot of these changes are going to happen in uh, this quarter, and we'll be making some announcements very soon. In early summer timeframe, we will be rolling out our strategic and business plan for the community to take a look at. Now, I also noticed that uh, Innovate Edmonton has, it looks like a new website. Is that a temporary brand or is that the new brand for Innovate Edmonton? I think of that as our placeholder. So um, we were stood up with a brand, Innovate Edmonton, that is in a way an inherited brand um, from a former division of EEDC. And so now it's going to be down to us to brand for the first time. I won't even say rebrand because we haven't branded yet. But in an effort to just create a central digital hub so people could find us, we built out the current site that you referred to as our placeholder website. And that's what we're going to flip in Q2 to something with the new brand once we go through that branding exercise with input from the community. Now that you know a little bit more from the last couple months of work you've been doing, do you have an idea of what you might want that brand to look like just personally? Yeah, I do. Um, well, you know, first of all, we're all about innovation with purpose and purpose-driven innovation that positions Edmonton to tackle great global challenges. So that's very much going to be part of the brand positioning I would also like to amp up the capital city component of, of Edmonton and Edmonton's positioning to dovetail our branding with some of the place branding that's going on within the city right now. And to, to really take input from, from people about what resonates, not just locally, but with our international uh, friendlies and national partners too. In terms of other changes to the ecosystem, we have seen, you know, lots of shifts in the last year. We've talked a little bit just now about some of the potential changes to come. 
recently it was announced that Tech Edmonton will be shutting down by the end of June. What do you think the impact of that happening is and or, or what it means for the future? Well, the um, decision that was made by the U of A and the city was made in light of, you know, a 15-year history of, of success, really, for that program, but also the fact that I, I would say that during those 15 years, a lot has changed, of course. So, you know, the city has grown, it's become more mature, it has different innovation and tech supports in place. And so, you know, I see our role at Innovate Edmonton working with Erin, the Edmonton Regional um, Innovation Network, working with the ultimate funder, Alberta Innovates, in ensuring a transition for programs that are, you know, enjoyed by the scale-up community in particular and that have a cadre of well-trained coaches that are already in place. And so really seeing, um, you know, how we could be a bridge for that seamless transition. And then, of course, working hand in glove with the University of Alberta on what I would consider to be a broader innovation partnership and mandate with regards to not just tech innovation, while that's wildly important, but also social innovation, sustainable innovation, impact innovation, uh, and other forms of you know, ingenuity that exist within an ecosystem of university and business partnerships. Okay. And it sounds like a lot of the work you're doing or kind of what you view your role is too is also a lot about that solidifying those relationships in, in terms of these different organizations within the city so that they are really able to, to work together. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you could look at us as the as the glue. Right now, we're the virtual glue because, of course, everything is operating through the Zoom room. But ultimately, we we would also see us as being a you know a location specific glue where people can really come together around our um, innovation potential, where startups and scale ups have a place to meet up, convene, network, and really show off innovation for our city. As we look to the next couple of months or through 2021, you mentioned some of the areas that things that you've started working on over the last couple of months and, and what you're hoping to work more on. What can entrepreneurs in Edmonton expect in the months to come? What's your first priority? What are you, you know, top of mind as you head, head into the more middle part of 2021? Well, more supports for accelerators, that's for sure. Uh, we are also focusing on what I would consider three key areas, Edmonton's key differentiators in innovation, and also differentiators that I believe the world needs more right now. So that's purpose-driven innovation. We'll be supporting companies that create and commercialize and market innovative solutions to the world's biggest challenges. So for example, public health, climate emergency, feeding the world with, for example, our great protein sector and, and access to digital education and digital supports as well. With, with our partners in Edmonton, including Edmonton Global, 
We'll be working to expand international sales channels and that kind of high profile deal flow in order to really generate multi-generational returns for what I think of as innovations that matter and contribute to the global good. And by the way, that's also where the market is, is going to be. And then for Edmontonians more broadly, we will be uh, working with the city to celebrate and promote innovation in the public realm. Mm, okay. You know, this is about showcasing innovation as part of the urban fabric, in public spaces, in the built, built environment, and in some cases, possibly even the natural environment. We'd like to help make hidden innovations visible and accessible and relevant and really to reinforce that ideal that innovation is essential to city building and placemaking, you know, this does a few things. It fosters a sense of civic pride associated with innovation, leads to investment. We know that investors and companies that are looking to land want to see that innovation vibrancy. And then, of course, it, it supports talent retention and attraction to have that vibe of innovation is all around us, right? Finally, I would say like the third prong is this open and inclusive notion of innovation as a big tent. So very much seeing Edmonton's innovation as inclusive, not exclusive, cultivating a culture of innovation across all sectors. So including companies large and small not just within knowledge-based industries, but also within traditional sectors across different ages, you know, from new graduates to workers that are looking to upskill and retrain. And then really promoting and advancing that innovation potential that exists within all of us, naturally, and contributes to things like work, study, recreation, health, and well-being. So that Ultimately, through our work, people see a place for themselves in the future of work and can say that we are all part of the innovation economy. How do you plan to pay attention to the ecosystem to know if those things are going in the right direction, especially, especially in the near term? Paying attention is the heart and soul of the job. And so, you know, making sure that Innovate Edmonton is around the right tables, introduced to the right people, building our own list of true leadership in innovation, not just locally, but nationally and internationally. So we have great comps like comparables. And then not just kind of being a part of this, but identifying the unique leadership opportunities that we have with the mandate as the city's innovation authority. That's everything I had to ask you. Did you want, is there anything else you wanted to add or was there anything else I missed that you were hoping to chat about? First of all, I would say, please reach out and connect with Innovate Edmonton. Uh, tell us your innovation stories, what you need to advance your innovation companies and your innovation products. Consider nominations for our Innovation Growth Council. Try throwing your hat into the ring for one of our hot jobs and join us in making Edmonton a capital city 
for innovation. And I do have to ask you, I know you were living in Vancouver, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Have you moved to Edmonton now or have you been able to make that shift? I have not, but I have news. My husband okay. and I, yes, yes, I'm so excited. My husband and I are moving to Edmonton on June 1st. We have a fabulous new apartment. We are excited for our next big adventure and it's going to be really great for people to you know, get together again when the world opens up safely. And it's going to be really great for me to meet people in 3D that I've only seen on screen. <laughs> I think everyone's feeling like that right about now. <laughs> but you're moving here at the perfect time of year. Summer in Edmonton is beautiful. So you're going to get, uh, it's hopefully, we'll get to spend lots of time outside this summer right when you move here. So that's, that's a, a, in my opinion, a great time to, to move. And also the time of year I moved to Edmonton about four years ago. So really? I can attest oh, that it's a, it's a great time. That's <laughs> so great. Well, I will follow your lead. I um, would just like to add, I welcome all kinds of tips about great places to play and eat and explore. And so I am all ears, not just on the business front, but on the personal front. If people do want to reach out, um, curious about Innovate Edmonton or what you're out to, up to or reach you directly, what's the best way to do that? First of all, welcome all emails to my email address, which is cwarren at innovateedmonton.com. Um, you can also connect by LinkedIn. I would love to do that. And follow our news on our website, innovateedmonton.com. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Catherine, for your time. Thank you so much. This has been great. That was my conversation with Catherine Warren, CEO of Innovate Edmonton in April. You can stay up to date with new announcements from the entity at innovateedmonton.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to Taproot Edmonton Presents wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Emily Rendell-Watson and this is Conversations. Conversations.